0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Brandon moving his storage hotline, Johnny Rice is standing by, <laughs> maybe wishing he, he wasn't, but anyway, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways to motivate, and yeah. Coach knows that. But we're getting ready for basketball tonight with the Hogs and a guy that Coach knows all too well and Nick Smith, and then also looking ahead to high school championships, and, and the tournament's getting underway today as well. So, Coach, perfect day to get you on. How are you?
2: I'm great. That's great. Thanks
1: for having me on. Yes, sir. So, okay, here we go. We're we're looking at, uh, you know, first uh, first day of the high school tournaments. Let's start there. And I think Wes is wondering this, so I'll just ask it about your emotions. And uh, you know, is, you made it through the season. So, how do you feel at this point with the tournament starting? Well,
2: I mean, it's,
0: you know, I always told my
2: team we had three seasons. You had know, your non-conference, and then your conference season, which built up for your. The most important part is your the uh, championship season, and uh, so yeah, it's it's different. I um, mean, the 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 emotions will be different, and uh, uh, everything is. And uh, you know, we, you know, in the times I, that I coached in it, I always knew that we would struggle some parts, especially in the first game, and uh, and uh, so you know. Talent and adversity, and and and, and being able to battle through stuff like that. And there's a reason why you would you would make your non-conference schedule as tough as you could, usually, or I did, uh, to prepare to prepare the guys for whenever they face that adversity that they're going to see in the state tournament.
0: Have you watched a lot of high school basketball this year, or have you tried to stay away?
2: I have. I've gone to six or seven games. Uh, I went to you know the games, obviously, and then. Uh, Coach Adams at Conway was uh, uh, one of my assistants for a while. And, uh, so I went to his his games. Coach Patel's at D-STEM. Uh He worked with me for a, a year or two. And uh, so I've been to some of his games. So I've done that. But I have every Tuesday and Friday my wife would make fun of me because uh, all the games being live stream, I could I have one game on the TV, one game on the iPad, one game on my – Cell phone, and I'm watching all three just to keep up. And <laughs> but so she made fun of me all season for that.
0: Do you miss it or regret leaving?
2: I, I don't. No, I don't do that. I I miss the relationships with the boys, with the kids, and and my coaches. And uh, but the other other part, I hadn't. So I really, I really uh, know that I, I made the right decision and and the, in the kind of changing career path or getting out.
1: Have you seen enough of any particular team to feel good about their chances to make a deep run here?
2: You know, watching games and then talking to coaches, my buddies that I, I talk to all the time, there was really in uh, the 10 years I was a head coach, you know, there was the a favorite a lot of times and, and it's kind of a clear-cut favorite almost. Uh, and this year and I really see a lot of uh, parity and there's a lot of teams that have a, have a legitimate chance. You know, I'm, I'm very partial to the uh, the Central, 6A Central. And, you know, in my 10 years as the head coach last 10, I mean, I think every one of the state champions have come from the Central mm-hmm. in basketball. I mean, Northside won a couple, and they, they're in the West right now, but when they won them, they wasn't they, they were in the Central. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm a little partial to to them. But I know Bentonville West and and Springdale and Springdale Harbor and and Bentonville High School, um, who I think probably in the back of my mind has been there I think we played in the state championship game last year, and um, I I just expect them to to, to rise up. since this, this I think they went in as a third seed last year, and uh, or maybe even the fourth. I can't remember what it was. They was They didn't win the conference, and then they made it all with it to the state championship game. So um, it'll, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah. There usually was a favorite when you were coaching. It was usually North Little Rock, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of coaches that are glad that you retired finally and make it a little more fair for everybody else. Um, did you guys host during your time? You guys hosted before, didn't you? We
2: did. We did in, eight, in 2018. We hmm. we hosted. That was Moses Moody's sophomore year. And uh, so we got to host that year. And uh, there, we did host a couple other times. Years I was an assistant, and that's that's really special, and uh, and really uh, a fun time. You, you people think that when you host a state tournament, that oh, you're gonna, you know you're it's a money maker, and it's not a money maker. Uh, the AAA gets the gate, and and so you can make money off concessions and maybe some programs and sponsors, but it's really not a, a money making thing. It's just if you got a good team and you want to give them the best best opportunity to. Successful is uh, try to host it during that time.
1: Yeah, it is a money maker, just not for you necessarily. Um, what, <laughs> exactly. what about uh, how much of an advantage is it during a tournament setting with uh, with hosting?
2: I think I mean it, it, it really. You're sleeping in your own bed. You're I mean you, the kids are having more of a normal routine there in the day, and then uh, and then you're I mean your your crowds are going to be the biggest usually, and, and so you're playing in a, in a familiar environment shooting on goals that you're used to shooting on every day. And uh, so there there really is a lot of advantages to that, hosting.
0: It must be a, a hard job to host, though. It can't be easy, or more people would be trying to be the host year after year after year.
2: Oh, oh no doubt about it. And, and I know in, in high school, it's one year the Central Conference a host. Like last year, was our was the Central Time and it was over. It was at Lubbock Southwest. This year, it's the West has it, and the Rogers has it. So it goes back and forth. And uh, yeah, it takes a it takes a village. It takes a lot of people to pull that off. You got hosts for every team. You got the people that you want to. Uh, you know, one person can do that. And and I know when we did it in 2018, I was I was just blessed that our our administration uh, they handled all of it and let us coach. And which is the way it should be. And, um, so we were, we were lucky that way, but it takes a lot of people to pull off posts at of the state term.
1: Talking to Johnny Rice on the brand of Moving and Storage Hotline for just tuning in. Um, let me ask you about Nick. And I saw you guys post the picture not long ago. You had a chance to go see him and I'm curious and I don't know how much you can give us. I'm not asking for, you know, privileged information, but just in watching his saga and I'm sure you were connected to it to some degree, as far as knowing maybe a little more than the public did. Um, you know, for people who cared about him, hearing some of the conjecture and people criticizing him, had to be tough to go through all that. I'm sure for his family, for him, and for people that care about him like you do. Um, but just from your perspective, I was just curious, Coach, about what you saw with all that, and um, you know what what you thought of kind of the way that played out. Nick, yeah,
2: I mean, not a whole lot. We would give him maybe a text here and there, and I would talk to you know his dad every now and then, or other people in his in his circle. And I mean, I knew they. They told me, you know, he was he was hurt. Came back a little early when he came back, and they wanted to make sure he was a hundred percent healed and ready to go before he stepped back out there. And that's very understandable because he's he's dealing with millions of dollars. I mean, we're not talking about just a little bit of money. There's millions of dollars at stake in the, in the draft spot that he is uh, could be could be drafted at, and. Uh, so and they and so it was really consistent in what they in what people were telling me and and I knew how Nick was Nick, Nick had surgery on his on his wrist in like August of last year and uh the dude came back with a cast on his hand and he practiced every day i could not keep him off the court the only time was about a two week span when he took his cast off they put a soft a soft brace on his wrist and they said no contact no nothing and uh it was about to kill him, not to be out there. And uh, so I know how competitive he was, how much he wanted to play. I knew how much he wanted to be a Razorback. He couldn't wait to get to get there. And uh, so I, I knew he was he would come back and play, but he was going to have to be going to be hundred percent healed before he before he did that.
1: We all know he's a great player. What what in your mind makes him the elite guy that he is?
2: I think it's his competitiveness and how hard he works. Every day, I actually I was blessed to coach some great players. Moses Moody was a was a pro as a tenth grader in a mindset, but he was a tenth grader, and uh, he matured him. I mean, he was just a he's a different guy. And Nick Smith was was a pro, was like that same had the same work ethic, same mindset, but he was a senior, and that two years of growth is a was is a big difference. And I I saw how competitive. He was. He was the first one in the gym to work. He stayed after the work. He went to another gym and worked out after that. And uh, how driven he was, and he wanted to win a state championship. And I tell people many times, me personally, um, I felt more pressure last year as a coach, even with us were unreal how favored we were to win the, to win it. But uh, I want, I want us to win one. I wanted Nick to win one so bad because I know how hard he worked and that's and what he that's what he wanted and that's what he was striving for every day and so his his competitiveness and his drive is, was completely different than then uh, any kid I've ever coached and I've coached a lot of really really good ones.
0: How has he looked to you the last two games?
2: He looked like I, when I went down to uh, he came back out after the game Tuesday against Georgia and I I got to visit with him for just a minute and. Uh, I was, I said Dickie just the first time that I looked like you you just let go and you were able to um you know feel it feel that basketball uh that he that he's used to playing. And you could see his excitement. Like he hit a couple of threes and hit that three right before the end of the what they call time mallows and uh he was running down the other end of the floor and, and jumping and just so excited you could see that that's part that was the first time I could see him express that man I, I feel like i'm i'm back i still don't think he's 100 back but he's really really close to it
0: what do you expect to see out of him here on out
2: it's the same the, the, the same thing he, he wants to win um he has that mentality of like uh, i mean i know kobe bryant was one of his huge uh um uh, mentors or people that he looked up to and he um and he, he has that mentality. He wants the ball in his hands. He wants to take their, the last shot. He wants to. When they, when they jumped him and they, they, they double teamed him on the last shot and mm-hmm. didn't let him get the ball when, when the council got it and had the last shot, and you can see how, look on his face, how disappointed he was, but they didn't allow him to get it. But uh, I see more of that. He's just going to keep working and, 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 uh, and, and involving his team, his teammates, because um, he will be a focal point. On the other team, scout, and uh, and that takes some adjustment. He wants to win, and uh, he wants to he wants to uh,
0: you know even go higher
2: than what they had the last two years. That's going to go to an elite eight.
1: Talking to Johnny Rice on the Brandon Moving and Storage hotline. I want to ask you about his mentality. You've talked a lot about his competitiveness and. You know, he is an he's an unquestioned alpha. I mean, I was told from guys that are connected to the program that he is he is the alpha dog in there, even with older guys on the roster. Is that something that was developed over time or did he walk in with that mentality, Coach?
2: I think he walked in. He he walked into North Park High School with with that. And um, I know college is way different in high school and uh, but I don't see him change in any way, even with a them having a senior there, and he's only a freshman. That's just is That just is his, his his mindset. Is uh, he's gonna? I mean, every drill, every time the ball bounced and practice, it was it was full speed. And it took a, it took a while for his teammates last year to adjust to that. And uh, man, it made us way better. Made them better individually. And uh, so I know that he did the same thing when he he got up there. And I've talked to a couple of the coaches and they. They said that, that exact same thing. Is that he came in with that same mindset that he's he's a hundred a hundred miles an hour and uh, and uh, and going to work and compete every day, every drill, every practice, and uh, and that's just different. You just don't see that in kids nowadays like that.
1: It is r- remarkable the way they turn things around quickly. They looked a little bit lost and they were still trying to figure things out just a few games ago, and all of a sudden they look like an elite team again. Um, I'm sure you've been in that position before as a coach. Give me kind of your thought process or how you work through it. If you had a guy you know, maybe that had been out or you were trying to shuffle lineups late into the season and trying to get ready for tournament play, well, what are some thoughts or keys, I guess, in trying to put the pieces together when you don't have a lot of time to get guys on the floor to work things through?
2: Well, I know I was watching how Coach Busch handled Nick's return, and he and even and he's had two returns, so and both of them you can see that he – Played a little bit. One game would be six minutes, and and then I know this second time he came back. and Played a little bit more the first game. Didn't play as much. I think the opponent and the the type of game that you were playing that night that uh, that will dictate a lot of that. But uh, I tell people all the time, you know, practice is so valuable. And some people say, well, so-and-so should be playing, or this guy should be playing, or he needs more minutes. Or, and the whole time going, and these, these 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 coaches see him that guy every single day in practice, and they they that's where you deserve your minutes and you earn them. Your guys that show up on when the lights come on, there are some of those guys that play better when the lights come on. But as a coach, it's hard to trust those guys when they don't do it in practice every day. And uh, but I see Coach Musy, he, he he did it slowly and he increased his minutes. Here and there, but then, you know, after a while, you can see now he's just he's turned the reins over and, and let him go. You
0: had another player that signed uh, a D one offer. Killel Ware went up to Oregon. How is he doing?
2: He's doing well. Uh I mean, he started out really, really good, and uh, uh, I don't know if he's. I, I hadn't talked to him in the last two or three weeks, and uh, but he's.
0: I've had a bunch. I've
2: had probably ten to twelve different NBA. Uh, front offices or organizations that they've called and they'll ask about Nick and they'll run through these questions about Nick and they'll and they're doing the same thing with Kalel and uh, so I know he's right there on the on the boards they're looking at to get drafted and uh, and uh, so he he's a different cat real low key quiet and uh, sometimes that comes across as being uh, lazy or soft and he's not that at all he's a he's a competitive guy and there's no way we would have done what we did and, and played the schedule, the national schedule that we played last year and, uh, and been successful without Kaleo being that way. So he, he's doing good, and uh, and uh, he, he, we'll see if, I don't know if he'll come out and to go to the NBA or he'll go back another year. That's kind of still up in the air, I think.
0: Coach, the last thing I got for you, uh, have you seen Cocaine Bear yet?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw the – I saw the uh, the trailer one night, and I thought it was kind of a joke. And then I showed my wife that, and we, we laughed about it. And then we heard it, and then I heard y'all talking about it on the radio that it's kind of really a true story. Is that, is that correct?
1: It's based on some true events. So based
2: right on true events, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a
1: full review on Friday if you want to listen in, Coach. But uh, <laughs> I'll do that. I'll, yeah.
2: I'll tune in for that.
1: All I, right.
0: I'll, I'll
2: like,
1: you got a you got a feel for tonight's game with Tennessee, Arkansas.
2: You know, with with Tennessee, I was thinking about that, and and they're so good defensively. And any time that, that we played on the road against a team that was, with with uh, that were pretty evenly evenly balanced or evenly, you know, has both the same type of talent or anything like that, is when you're on the road, you got to make your layups, your uncontested shots, you got to make free throws, you got to make the right play, the right pass, and you uh, and you gotta win. You gotta get those hustle points. So get them fifty-fifty balls, those loose balls. You gotta get those more than your opponent does when you're on the road. Because you don't know how you're gonna shoot. You gotta be able to rely on stuff like that. I know playing Tennessee, they're really physical, uh, physical defensively, and that means you gotta be physically offensively. And your cuts can't be three-quarter half speed. They gotta be full speed all the time. And um, so it, it it makes it tough, but you know if, if we can make free throws and and get some hustle points and those hustle plays, uh, I mean obviously we, we've got a shot.
1: Yeah, well, let's hope so. Well, listen, coach, I really appreciate the time and uh, good catching up. Maybe we can talk to you again down the road here during the tournament. Yeah,
2: yeah, call her back anytime. I love it. Thank uh, y'all. All, all right. it.
1: sounds good, Johnny Rice.